But we need for someone to say Hello in there Now we're back and we are joined by uh, Fiona Staunton and Fiona is in charge of the Alzheimer's Support Group in Ennis. Good morning Fiona. Thank you so much for coming all the way out to join us this morning. You're very welcome. Thank you, Geraldine. Um, I'm not in charge of anything. <laughs> Are you not? <laughs> so ten, no, but I'm the dementia, the dementia advisor for County Clare. Advisor so then. The wrong title, but the <laughs> right organisation. Exactly. So, Fiona, I suppose when people get a diagnosis of uh, Alzheimer's, it feels like doom and gloom and... But it doesn't necessarily have to mean that, does it? No, it doesn't. And I suppose what we focus on particularly is living well. Living yeah. well with dementia and coming to us early. And that's really what we, we want the message to get out there, that people come to us at the earliest stage because we can help them with coping strategies, you know, put them on, put them on the right pathway, help them to find their way. Because it's very hard to navigate the healthcare system and yeah. to know who's who and what, what's what. So that's my job. So it's, my job is to, to um, liaise with families, to talk to them, to give them advice, uh, to work with community organisations, to work with the healthcare professionals. And I suppose if you're unsure of where to go, pick up the phone and ring me. Yeah. That's what I'm there for. Fiona, when do you decide that you have a problem? Um, actually, it's, it's interesting because this week was a very interesting week. And um, I had somebody who came to me um, who's worried about themselves because, yeah. like yourself, you were saying earlier about forgetting things. <laughs> yeah. And um, we all do that. I, I drove to town about two years ago. <laughs> In the car, and I, when I got there, I didn't know what I was get, what went in for. I still oh, don't. That's common. But that's <laughs> happening to me for donkeys. Years. We all do that, but that's we, we're so busy, and our lives are so busy, and our minds are so full. So sometimes we kind of put stress on ourselves. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we have dementia. No. So, but no. for some people, as they age, it becomes a worry. You know, they think that they might have dementia. So this lady, um, what we've done is we, we've we've given her some information we've given her some advice she's going to go and talk to her GP and if the GP is, is worried he's going to send her to a memory clinic and they're going to look in there and see di- diagno- diagnostic tools there mm-hmm. then I had somebody else then who was looking after their mother for the last four years on their own with no help or no support at all trying to manage on their own and it's got come to a crisis point whereas if we could have helped them from the very beginning we would have had support networks in there for them you know we could have got care at the moment, we have a lot of difficulty that we don't have enough carers. Right. That's across the board. Really, Everywhere. Isn't it? Everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's certain areas in County Clare where there's no carers at all. Oh, God. Right. And it's, it's because it's a, a role that's not valued and it's such a valuable yeah. role. And it, it's one of the most important jobs that people can have. Mm-hmm. But we don't value it. So people, you know, people need to have proper contracts and they need to have proper pay and, and to, to, to do this role. But... Um, she hadn't got any help at all. So what we're trying to do now is we're trying to do other things. So we have two social clubs which we've opened, one in Lister and Verna and one in Ennis. And, and people can attend those absolutely. on a daily basis if they like? They open one, there once a week, oh, so on mo- Monday in Ennis and Thursday in Lister and Verna. Okay. And the idea behind it is you go with a person with dementia and their carer or their family member. It's a safe space, it's chat, it's have a bit mm. of crack, have a laugh talk to people it's lovely space and but the other thing we do as well is we have two support groups I run two support groups one in Ennis again and one in Liston Verna because yeah. they really don't have supports up there and we had support group on Tuesday night we had 13 people at it, which was great and a lot of new families were coming for advice and what was lovely on the night two people had come They're, the person they were looking after had only been diagnosed in the last week Mm-hmm. So that was great. They're coming to us at the very early stages. Mm-hmm. So we can we can give them hints and tips along the way. Yeah, so feel yeah. free to join in, Declan, there. If you yeah. And I suppose the other thing we're doing is we do family care training. 
So we, we're on the third week of it in Kilrush at the moment. But we are starting a session in Ennis on the 15th of February. What does that involve? How many weeks of training? It's a six-weeks course. Okay. Um, so a family member who's yes. going to be looking after their, their loved, loved one. one. Yeah. And we look at we look at we explain what dementia is. We look at communication and behaviour, because people sometimes don't realise behaviour is a form of communication. Yeah. We look at looking after yourself, how to access supports. And what's lovely about it is that people get to talk, and they get to know each other, mm-hmm. and they get they build up relationships and build up their own support networks. And last week in Kilrush, one lady said to me, she said, "I woke up the following morning after being here," she said, "and I didn't feel alone." No, and yeah, I thought, if you're doing nothing else for the week, yeah. isn't that what's important? And it can be so isolating for people. So we're trying to get the message out. And, and I was in, listening to you on the way on the way in, and everything that you said is relevant to what I do, you know, yeah. of the being active, the retiring, mm. looking after your health and all those things. So I think if we all need to get... We're, mm. we're all saying the same message, but maybe how do we get it yeah, stronger? Yeah, I'm just listening to you there. I mean, I just think that... Um, you're, I mean, what you're doing, Fiona, is such a key element of managing the whole uh, cognitive side of things. I mean, I suppose for me as a clinician, like if we were, if, if as a doctor you were really good at, you know, treating dementia, you wouldn't need these supports. You'd cure it and that would be the end of it. But we're so far away from that. And your work and the work that you do in terms of supporting people who have to live with the disease and particularly the families and the mm-hmm. carers is utterly invaluable and it's, it's a very complicated and very resource intensive area I mean it's not just take that you'll be grand and just one thing that struck me and I'm sure you must see this when people like Geraldine they're up can't remember this can't remember that Maybe the number one reason for people reporting memory problems is not dementia, even though people will inevitably think, oh, my God, is this the start of something? Back to my original point, anxiety, depression is huge. And the reason for it is simple. If you're anxious or if you're depressed, you can't concentrate. And if you can't concentrate, you can't remember. Mm. So my wife says to me, listen, would you go over there to the shop, get a box of Brillo pads, a uh, bottle of orange juice in the paper. I go over and I think, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, does that mean I've got a dementia? Of course it doesn't. No. It means I'm not concentrating. So it's very important in the initial phases that any uncorrected anxiety depression is identified and treated. And and I do a lot of that. Even when I I, I know there's a cognitive problem there that's, that's hardcore, there's also the possibility that maybe a concomitant anxiety depression you have to get on top of that early on and treat it and and that's very prevalent at the minute post COVID. And we would see that a lot, Declan. Um, you know, because people would say to you, Mum was always very anxious or Mum oh, you know, she fine. suffered from her nerves, you yeah. know, words yes, like indeed. that. Yes. And we'd always ask them, you know, would you know, how did your mum manage things? Did she get upset over things or how would she what was her coping strategies so that would give us a good idea of what's going yes. on and we always say to rule everything else out and even things like you know urinary tract infections oh, chest pain. infections sure. <coughs> constipation yeah. unresolved pain and that's a huge issue for people yeah. and, and if they're all sorted out then we can go on and we can see where we go from there yeah. <coughs> that is a big issue absolutely yeah. Yeah. Big how issue. are you funded as a, as a local is it a charity or is we're, it NGO we're funded 60% by the HSE and the rest then is is um, is is, is, fun, is fundraised mm-hmm. and donations. My role is slightly different. In, in Clare, we have a dementia advisor, we have a home care coordinator and a daycare at home coordinator, and we have a daycare in Ennis. So that's our our local services. Yeah. So I'm funded specifically out of the, out of by the HSE out of Slaunchacare. 
because in 2009, when the, when the dementia strategy was first thought of, the plan was there would be a dementia advisor in every, every county. And up to two years ago, we had eight dementia advisors nationally. Then we got another <coughs> 10. Then we got another 11. So there's now 28 of us, oh, which great. is great. And there's some two in some counties, the bigger counties have two. So it's a great resource. So we are resourced out of a different fund, yeah. mm -hmm. which is Fiona, great. tell us a little bit about your home care. Um, how does that work? How it works is uh, you, we get a referral in for some, from Declan or from the GP. And what we do then is we look at see our resources. <coughs> and it's back to carers. Sorry. You know, and the amount of hours, whether they're available, whether they're available yeah. and whether we have, a, we have a set amount of hours from the HSE every year that we have to deliver. Yeah. We're nearly at the end of our hours at the, at the moment. So at this time of the year, there are no extra hours. So hopefully next year, when we go, <coughs> what we call our service level agreement next year, we, we look for more hours. And we always say to people to refer into us. Because even if we can't give you hours now, we can show that there is a need. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's... That's a but you can issue. show up as a family if you have if I had a concern about <coughs> it. I don't have to go to the door. I can go directly to the me, and then yes. I can point you in the direction of of, of, the, of other people. Yes. And okay. then say like you can pick up the phone. I'll talk to you on the phone. So I can call out to meet you. You know I'll all the resources that are yes. available, and that's what's so isolating mm, at the start of something like that, isn't it? Yeah. And if I don't know where they are, I know how to find them. Yeah. yeah you know, okay. which is. There was something I heard during the week. I don't. It wasn't in relation to care now, but maybe it's all over the country. There is there's a project starting now uh, um, by the Alzheimer's Support or uh, uh, Society, I suppose, mm -hmm. and that is that you're, you're there's a project that you're going into schools yes. to the T transition program. years. It's a brilliant program. I mean, that's absolutely yeah. wonderful, yeah. isn't it? That you you educate young people on what needs to be done, and in fact, there's a course that they can do. Isn't it's there? an excellent course, yeah. and it actually will probably be FITAC five accredited, QQI accredited at some stage. It's read the resources on it are excellent. Yeah, they, I think they're anyone should have a look at them. So I was actually printing off the posters for it on Friday to go to right. the schools with it. Okay. Um, so what happens is you, the school takes this on. The tr transition your students do a set course, which is really good. It's very interesting. It's very it's very interactive. It's a lot of animation and, and questions on it as well. Then they go and they pass that information on to the younger children in the school. Oh, so good. they're teaching the younger children. Yeah. It's great, it's great. Yeah. And then they do a project, and then they do a fundraising project, and it's just really, it's a lovely, it's really a, a nice program. Um, we have another program as well called Sporting Memories, which we're trying to, to push as well, and that's where say, the likes of the GA club here, mm -hmm. or the swimming club, or golf club, where people who have been members of the club who may have dementia come back in. And it's a bit like cognitive stimulation mm. therapy. So you reminisce, you talk about the past, mm -hmm. you, you know, you, you connect with people again. So it's for people with dementia and people who don't have dementia. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times when people are in, in, in community and they have dementia and people don't know what to say to them mm -hmm. and they get isolated, this way it's, it's a way of bringing them back into the community. Mm -hmm. yes. But it's also a way of getting the community to see they're still active. Yes. And they're still part and of it. Singing, I always remember as a nurse a long time ago, but I always used to be amazed at how people could, who would seem to be, very, you know, mm. with, with severe dementia, would remember the words mm. of all this a oh, song yeah, that they'd known from childhood, but maybe mm. almost nonverbal the rest of the time. We have yeah. and, and, and dance sometimes as well, you know. And we have mm. some people who are who are nonverbal who sing, but music is an, is an, an individual part of the brain. Yeah, it just stays there. It stays there. Poetry. Yes, yeah. you know, uh, older people get they can recite a whole poem, something from school yeah, or something yeah, from years yeah. ago. And what's yeah. lovely is sometimes when you when you're singing and you see somebody's eyes light up and their body changes, they start to move. Mm. It's, yeah. it's 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 fascinating. Mm. It's it's just amazing. And we have a choir, a virtual choir. Oh, very good. That meets every week, so you can log into it and you can sing along in your kitchen. 
I said, and if you can't see what you do, you just you just mute it. No one else can see you. So you and the dog are always joking. This is Fiona. Details, Fiona. Where? How do we contact you? So my number is 87 and I'm fstaunton at alzheimer.ie. Okay. We can put that up on our Facebook yes. page. Yes, yeah, yeah, we can do. Yeah. And uh, based in Ennis. We based in Ennis, I'll cover the, cover the whole country. Yeah. Okay. You can meet me anywhere. Okay, <laughs> yeah. great to come in, Fiona. Thank you so much for coming in. Very We're good. a little bit strapped for time. It was a long way for you to come, but it was a wonderful interview, and thank you so much. Please, thank so, We'll have a little bit of music now and then we'll go on yes. to our next guest car yeah. in a little while. Well thank done, you, Fiona. Fiona. Great work. Yeah. And thank, thank you, you very much, Declan, no, as well. Thank you, Declan. Nice to see you.